I um I had to borrow my girlfriend's phone tripod because Alex does not want to buy the uh the phone tripod. That's not what I said. I just didn't. You <laughs> sent me the link and said buy this. I've I... sent you that link like <laughs> I send you that link every week. Why don't I just t- why don't you just take the company credit card? I don't have it. the company credit card. All right, so I'll give it to you so you can just buy things for the podcast. You know, Hell that yeah. I spare no expenses for this pod. This pod. <laughs> This pod is an investment in our future. Yeah, to the moon, baby. Yeah, um, thank you guys. Um, We're excited. I think what I tell people continuously was like, we're having fun and we got some things in the works now. Uh, We can't say them on on mic, but... uh, Some future planning. There, There was a podcast meeting. We have a keynote going now. Oh, I haven't seen that. Well, it's in the it's in the Slack channel. Okay, but the podcast there's now prod, podcast planning. There's podcast like sort of uh, strategizing. There's podcast uh, researching. We're filming on our phone. We're we're filming this week, yeah, so that we can. Yeah, uh, I just had to trim my mustache in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I noticed that Kevin and I both have this look of like both of us need to trim out our 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 beards and probably both need a haircut. Oh, yeah, I, I for sure need a haircut. Yeah, I think we're both at that place where we can look better. I mean, here's the thing. If we're going to be recording these things on podcast, then uh, it's probably... It's an expense. It's a good I excuse. The, I need the company credit card to... You know, it's actually funny. I've talked, to, my, up. I've talked to the accountant about being like, yeah, clothes and like gym and like uh, haircuts like are all part of like self-confidence. Yeah. And confidence is a really important part of this business is like feeling good, playing yeah, good, yeah. like Deion Sanders. And they never, they're like, no. Alex, well, but now that we're, if we're doing like a video podcast of it, you could mark it up as like yeah. costume, makeup. Oh, okay. Maybe. I mean, yeah. the challenge that they may have is that the podcast so far revenues are, uh, are, are pretty low. Hey, well, you know, we got headspace and that's we got, fair. Yeah. And zipper recruiter. Um, we got ZipRecruiter. Should we um, should we keep the lights on in this podcast? Should I do a, should I, should we do a quick little ad? Who's the ad read this week? Who's the ad read this week? I think it's uh, I think it's ZipRecruiter. All right, I'll do it really quickly. So Kevin, Kevin is an employee of Center. How long has uh, Kevin? How long have you been? Two years. So Kevin has been working for this business for two years, and he's actually seen it grow from pretty much uh, sort of a, a group of group of kids in a in, a, in, a, in an office or in a room to a, a full fledged business. Um, and so, you know, I think being an entrepreneur is a dream of a lot of people, and I think a lot of the people that have been, you know, talking to me and saying, you know, reaching out and saying congrats on the awards and some of those, you know, some of our successes that are public and people see them they're saying wow you know you did it you did um you built a company and building companies really hard and it's been something that like is a dream of mine and i say that almost every day on every call so you know a lot of things you learn about being a sort of an entrepreneur being a sort of business owner it teaches you a lot of life lessons but the number one lesson is that people build great things um, and ZipRecruiter is founded because they knew that there was a smarter way for businesses to find talent, aka people. Um, I don't know. I don't like when people, uh, uh, businesses call people talent. You know, I guess you are talent technically, but you're you're more than that, Kevin. You're more than just talent. Um, and today's companies of all sizes and industries use ZipRecruiter to fill their hiring needs. Uh, if you're hiring, you could try ZipRecruiter for free. Free ninety nine. Um, free? Are you kidding me? ZipRecruiter.com slash front center. Uh, 80% of recruiters who post through ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. So 
you know, there's no real reason to uh, to wait. Uh, try it today for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash front and center. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's how we that's how we do it around here. Yeah, welcome to the show. I'm gonna have like I'm gonna have this urge to clear my throat the entire episode, and it's gonna be. I'm just I'm so frustrated by it. That's okay. We'll just um, our end song will just be "Let me clear my throat." Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, Kevin, also, please don't leave that in. Uh, last week I said on mic, Kevin, <laughs> please don't leave this in as I redid a sort of intro to a news story. And then on the podcast, I'm listening to it. And literally Kevin, a hundred percent. Well, but it was good. It, the banter that stemmed from you messing up was more, uh, valuable than taking it out to save face. I will let you guys know that like from an editing standpoint, Kevin does the editing. I think he's liberal with our mistakes. I think that's something that we are not, like, we're not perfect. Yeah, I'm trying to capture the the realness and rawness of this program. <laughs> we're not doing a lot of research. We've admitted that. You know, sometimes uh, we learn things on the fly, and I think oh, yeah. it's part of the charm. I think that's part of what you're getting here at this uh, show, at this uh, program. Well, I did cut out when we were talking about the 1776 pack. And oh, my God. I think we were both like not really in good states of mind last week. And uh, I think we were dr- struggling to draw the draw the 1776 pack to America 1970. Or, fuck. To... <laughs> Alex, take that out. Take this Don't out. Do me Why dirty. are we doing this again? Why are we going back? Like, we shouldn't, if we take something out, we shouldn't talk about it then the following week, and then we have to take it out again. It's called comedy, Alex. Okay, fine. Um, Kevin, the most important thing we got to talk about, really, and, uh, you know, before we get into any topic, any news story, Kevin went to the hot dog, Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest at Coney Island on July 4th, the year uh, he attends. How was it? It was fucking awesome. It was. Everything I remembered it being in 2019 when my first year. Oh, okay. Um, so it's only your second time. I moved to New York in 2019. So, okay, so that's fair. And then 2020 was, you know, a wash. We had to watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I went down with 11 of my friends, <sighs> not 16. We had four extra tickets that didn't get used, but oh my God. it's okay. Um, and <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Like, I mean, the fact that you had 11 people that you could convince to go to convince? Coney Island. Alex, <laughs> anybody who's been to the hot dog eating contest will tell you that it is the pinnacle of New York City entertainment. Okay. It's free. It's 4th of July. Yeah. Everybody's like popping off. Yeah. Like they ha- they've got the High best spirits. entertainment. They had a lot of stuff this year. Like, um, okay, talk, talk. Less, less stuff than 2019, but you know, they're bringing it back. I, I think they're a little hindered. They did it in... Um, that baseball stadium. Down I was going to say it looked like it was not at the on the boardwalk. It, it wasn't was, on the boardwalk. It was in an arena or like a, a stadium. Yeah, it was at the Brooklyn Cyclone Stadium. Got it. Does that but fit more people or less people than probably typically? less people? I think they had to do to a capacity this year. Okay, um, because of COVID or whatever. Like yeah, but uh, there was still a lot of people there. I think it looked pretty um, packed. It was pretty packed, and in my opinion, it was a little bit better. Like uh, okay, you could you could get beers. Okay. They had bathrooms. You could, okay. go, you could go to the bathroom now. It's a place for spectating. Yeah, yeah. So, I, Mike, why don't they do it there all the time? I also, don't why don't they pay? Why don't they charge for tickets? I don't get why Nathan's wouldn't. I mean, how many people are there? Five thousand people? Ten thousand? people? Maybe not. Uh, I don't think so. I think it was probably like 3, one 000? to two. Okay. It was a smaller like crowd, a big crowd for sure. Because usually they have that whole area just like fucking slam packed. Like there might be like ten thousand people there like yeah or, i don't know my my gauge of numbering people was probably <laughs> fucked up and uh, anywhere from like four to ten thousand people crammed in the surf and sit well 
But I mean, it's probably meetings. better to have a seat, right? You have somewhere to sit yeah. down. You have a, a concession stand to get uh, some some food and. Oh and yeah, I drank a couple ten dollar beers. I, they probably charge quite a, a higher rate for beers. The energy's high. People are excited. It's Fourth of July. And they're there to witness greatness. To witness yeah. greatness, yeah. And we did. Uh, Joey Chestnut broke seventy six hot dogs. He broke his record. Yep. Um, again, uh, second year in a row, I wasn't able to get my bet in, which would have won. Yeah. I'm a hot dog eating contest ringer, if you will, with the uh, on the on the betting yeah. end of it. What was the over under? I think the over under was seventy three and a half dogs. Okay. So he had if that. you play it with Joey Chestnut winning, and then I think you parlay it with the uh, over. Yeah. On that, I mean, you don't win a ton, but, but you, like you could have, you uh, you you win. A, it's a decent winning. Like I'm, yeah. I was, a, was a little bummed. Like um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus here. We should have gotten the bet in a little bit earlier. We should have did it at night. But uh, you know, <laughs> hey, Kevin, Jeff Cardos's brother did us dirty. He uh, <laughs> the, the, he was at the beach and apparently he couldn't get the bet in. The followers don't know who Jeff Cardos is, so I think you know uh, you could take your grievances with your friends offline, but uh. Shout out to Jeff. Joey Chestnut, arguably the greatest athlete of our generation. The goat. Right? Yeah. I mean, the fact that he continues just to dominate. And, yeah, year after year. And this is what I said also, I think, last week, was that I find it disappointing that there isn't one person on planet Earth that can even just give him a run for his money and just even eat 50 hot dogs. Like, the second place, he dominates by such a large margin that it just... It's I don't a, know what second place. I think second place was what. Let like, me look it up. Yeah, honestly, I think it was like if that person broke fifty, it was like a miracle. Honestly, like he had such a big lead within two and a half minutes, and I did watch this on my phone, and there was some streaming issues with ESPN. So shout out to them. On my it. one complaint about being at the stadium. So they were doing it kind of like on the pitcher's mound on the baseball field. Got so it. like they're kind of in that area. So you yeah, have fans in the pit. Um, you had fans like behind home plate, kind of yep. like watching. Mm-hmm. And then we were kind of like on the first baseline and uh, we were a little bit down. So it was like not a great view of the action, which you, if you're down on the boardwalk, you're not really getting a good view either. No. They have this jumbotron okay. in the right field and they didn't have any, they, they, just they didn't, didn't have any video on oh, it. Oh, they didn't put They're the, running ads on it. They, they oh, weren't God. running live feed video, which yeah. is a little disappointing because step up again, Nathan's. If you want to be a sport, right? If you want to be competitive eating to be a sport, which to be fair, it's on ESPN. It's been given this sort of treatment and coverage for the last 10 years, maybe, which um, some people would probably disagree with. It's war- it warranting that. Like, step it up. Have a fucking real camera crew that doesn't go out during the middle of the fucking show on ESPN. <laughs> Literally, they were like, um, you know, because they have like an hour of buildup, right? They're just building up to Joey's arrival. The introductions are some of the best introductions yes. in all of uh, entertainment. The, the buildup is so sweet. Though. The buildup is sweet and. They had like the the women's contest. Well, it's actually competitive. It's competitive. There's like three people who could probably win. Yeah, and also I thought it was uh, obviously very interesting that the the leading woman did not compete this year. Yeah, because she was pregnant. She was pregnant with another competitive eater's baby, and, and she was competitive. It was a, yeah, another competitive <laughs> eater's baby. But so that baby, watch out for them. Yeah, uh, whenever they uh, make it make it to the league, it makes perfect sense why a pregnant woman shouldn't be eating fifty hot dogs in ten minutes. But I will. But, so she sat out this week. I will ask the question. Mickey Sudo. Mickey Sudo. Thank you for um, putting some respect on her name. Is eating with a second person inside of you, is that oh, an advantage? That is, that... <laughs> These are questions. Was she, I, did she I, decide I, to sit out? Yeah, yeah. I think she. I honestly think she is as big of a 
Like if she went up against Joey, I think she's a better eater than like 90% of the guys, you know, on, yeah. on, on, in the field in competitive eating. I don't know what her numbers are. I'd, I'd have to check, but let's look it up. I'll look it up while we're here. Yeah. Um, she, she dominates the women's field as much. She ate 48 and a half hot dogs. That's pretty much That's pretty good. She could, she's like, she'd be top five in the men's division. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they're like watching the men's competition is, it's just like, it's such a one person race. And yeah. it's like, to me, like, that's what's disappointing. Obviously, seeing Joey go up against himself and his records is is uh, you know is is still enough to be entertained. But I, I really you know I, I think it would be so much better if there was like down to that last minute he's cramming him in his face oh, yeah. and like someone else is right there neck and neck and it's like yeah Kobayashi was really the only one. Yeah, so. he needs some Joey Chestnut. Yes. I mean, he's pushing himself, but like yeah, he needs somebody to like. Yes. there needs to be somebody else who can yes eat. 70 yes. who can keep pace with him for he, he, 70 hot dogs. Yeah, he needs a Steph Curry or a Durant or someone to his LeBron because you know he's just like running away here and it's you know again it's like the 6 minute mark he's at like 50 dogs and everyone's also is like at 25. It's like yeah. and so the the broadcast went out that sucked. But uh you know I think uh I, I could imagine it being a spectacle worth oh, seeing. It was amazing. So if and you want to go next year with Kevin, Kevin's uh Yeah, Alex, you should come with you should come I, next year. I should year. come. I should come. I was uh lounging by the pool. Jeff and I are going we're gonna be in the pit next year. We're going down at like six AM we're gonna be wearing diapers. Oh yeah. Just you gotta yeah. be you know, just to get that spot. I, yeah, I think they said it's gonna be at um at the boardwalk next year, so you gotta come prepared. There's no bathrooms. Okay, we're gonna so, be wearing diapers. I mean, this is uh, you know and uh, I mean you're a grown man wearing I've, a diaper to watch competitive eating, but I respect it. Yeah. I think the bigger thing, the bigger move to do, Kevin, is to start working on your actual competitive eating. Dude, I'm and to get you into the competition. Because I think I, I don't know, man. I think that if I were to work on that, I think it would just I would just get really fat and I it would be a full time job. Yeah, it's 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 a little too much. I've done. I did the circuit here. I yeah. tried. I thought I could get twenty five. I could really only get ten. Yeah, which is, you know, not surprising because I feel like everybody over ten in ten minutes. Yeah, everybody overestimates how many they how can many do. how much you can eat. And yeah, whatever. it's really tough. So I'd like to officially announce my retirement. Oh, um, here from, on the pod. Yeah, here on the pod, I'm officially announcing my retirement from competitive hot dog eating. Okay. I feel like I want to be on the stage. I want to be part of the event. I want to be. Mm. I want to be counting. The okay. I want to be counting the dogs. I want to be. You want to get involved. Yeah, I want to be involved. I want to be mm -hmm. on the stage. I want to be a bun boy, possibly. What's what is our, what are the bun All boys? Right. So, uh, I've got two. I've got two moments that make the hot dog eating contest the pre-show. I got, that made him particularly special got this it. year. Yep. Sell, um, sell me on why I need to be there. So they have the they had sorry had. The bunettes, which were like cheerleaders, okay. And the bun boys, which were like male cheerleaders, sick. And they, they uh, the bun boys, remember they came out with like super soakers and like just a bunch of energy and like yeah, just yeah, getting yeah. the crowd pumped. Yeah, and I just I love I love the alliterations. I love the puns. <laughs> what um, do they wear? Just like tank tops. Um, Nathan's. Like, yeah, they like like Nathan's tank tops. Um, nothing special. Okay, they got like sunglasses on and shit. But uh, this year, George Shea announced that. Um, they are no longer called the Bunnets and the Bun Boys. Okay. They wanted to make them gender neutral, so they called okay. them the Bun Brigade. Mm. And still works. If you know the crowd at this hot dog eating <laughs> event, I'm not sure it was particularly sincere with the the change to make it gender neutral. <laughs> it seemed more of like a joke, but oh, um, God. Okay. no, I'll take it. You know, whatever. Anything for progress. Oh but, God! So you're saying that Nathan's progress and sort of uh, their wokeness 
um, was not enthusiastic or sincere. You were de- debating and I'm not calling sure. into question the sincerity really not of sure. their decision to go away from pronouns in the uh, and gender. Uh, uh, I'm not specifics. certain, okay. it, but the the way the vi- it came the off. Vibe, <laughs> so basically, the crowd, the crowd. It wasn't exactly in that moment. The crowd's reaction to that announcement, <laughs> mixed with a later reaction to the NYPD, like let's all let's all stand and clap. Okay. Those two reactions mixed together makes Got me it. think that the the, the crowd. Reaction, yeah. Got it. So you think that's more of a, a implication of uh, or result of the crowd versus the the uh you know sort of the, the you know, committee it's really hard to say i don't <laughs> want to speculate or you know okay. put any words in anybody's mouth i think it's a i think it's a good move for um mle to make their <laughs> the cheerleading crews um, gender MLE. neutral yeah um so i guess uh we should probably move on because we have a lot of things i got, to talk I about got today. one more oh, i got one here's, more here's one more I, nugget okay i want to hear which is the best thing okay please hold for one second i just have one thought i think your way getting onto stage getting into the event is uh, to be in the Bun Brigade. I think that's the answer right there. No, I got to get ripped. Oh, it's only like super good looking and yeah. like, oh, I think you got this. Dude. Well, I think next you're, year I'm, you're I'm looking pretty ripped. good. I think there's a way. It's a way in. Okay. Yeah. Go. What's the big, All right, what's so the big takeaway? The best thing that happened at this year's Nathan's hot dog eating contest was they had our mayor, Bill de Blasio, come up <laughs> on stage. George Shea brought him out. Yeah. And I'm not even sure what he was saying. I was, uh, you know, I was a couple beers deep and, yep. you know, had mm. had taken some edibles before. So okay. I was having a good time. I was yes. vibing. It was July but 4th. every time Bill de Blasio opened his mouth, he said, boo, oh, just gosh. everybody in the crowd, everybody. It was great. Just everybody's just booing. Like yep. they're yelling at him. Like you can barely even hear him. Like, yeah. And you could tell he, uh, he was a little shook by it. And it was just so powerful to hear just people from all walks of life. Yeah. All political views. Just like. Yep. Boo the fuck out of Bill de Blasio. And it's you know, uh, yeah. some dude in front of us was trying to start like a fuck you, Bill chant. Oh, God. You know, we're all yelling. We're all having a good time. <laughs> I'm yelling, shut the fuck up, Bill. Like, get off stage, <laughs> clown. Like, sounds, sounds, and rowdy. you know, I'm not I'm like, you know, I think he's, a, I think he is a clown. But, you know, I don't, <laughs> yes, I don't have those that strong of feelings. Of course. I just, you know, the bit of, the yes. bit of, like, it's a doing great, that was amazing. It's a great New York tradition. That when anyone gets on stage that has like uh, a lot of power, like NBA commissioner, NFL commissioner, mayor, and like debatably anyone that is even like remotely disliked, Mm -hmm. just boo the fuck out of them when they get onto the microphone. And uh, I don't really know when and where it started, but it is a wonderful tradition. It's great. It was, it was, it was awesome. Yes. It was Probably one of the things, and he deserves minus, it probably more yeah. than 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 Roger Goodell does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, and I think it's just a fantastic. Boo this and, whole podcast. Boo and Bill that. De Blasio is probably okay. the top, one of the top moments that wasn't hot dogging. That makes sense. And the Bond Brigade. It sounds yeah. like a great time. And I, uh, Jeff yeah. and I caught a shirt. Oh god. Yes. We manifested a shirt. We got a fucking shirt. It was oh my god. I what was, you're hearing is Kevin having the best time of his life. Yeah, it was really, it was amazing. It really hits all the, the 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 beats. It was it was fucking awesome. Um, I lost my voice. Of course. I mean, Kevin. Come yeah. On. You really you 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 hit for the 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 cycle. I think it sounds oh. like oh, at yeah. the at the Nathan's uh, famous eating hot dog contest. Um. Hey, uh, come, we, sh- we should move on. Give me a shout out. Come with me next year. Yeah. If you want to go with Kevin and his rowdy crew. Um, uh, I just uh, need to know how many adult diapers to order. 
<laughs> they're 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 not they're not messing around is what you're hearing um i watched it from the pool on my phone and to be honest it's a great it's a great american pastime and oh, yeah. so i definitely wouldn't miss it um one of the things i thought was interesting and we do definitely need to move on <laughs> is you know last year they had it in indoors i've heard you know from from being a fan of the sport for a long time obviously the heat is a major factor when it comes to eating dogs and so you would think that last year you know, indoors, probably air conditioned, mm -hmm. probably ideal yeah. uh, conditions for Joey Chestnut to compete and to do his best work. For him to come out this year wasn't a hot day, but it was by no means uh, sort of. It was cool. hotter. It, it was, was hotter yeah. than the number said. It was hot out, and yeah. yet he still goes above and beyond. That's what we look for in our, you know, salute to that man. Yeah, he sal is a, salute Joey Chestnut. You're a fucking hero. An absolute legend. You know, shout out to the whole crew at the MLE, yeah. George Shea. Cool. Get me on stage next year. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. do this. He's definitely listening. All right. And that's the show. Uh, Kevin goes to the hot dog eating <laughs> contest. Thanks for listening. Okay. Uh, welcome to uh, Front and Center, the podcast that Kevin and I uh, do each week from our studio. The studio is called Center Design Studio LLC, a.k.a. call us Center. Um, don't call us Center Design. Um, I, feel, I feel like a lot of people do that. They're like, it's Center Design. It's like, yeah, don't fucking call us. Huh? Yeah. What do you mean? No. It's we're call center. It's very it's it's six letters. It's one word. <clears throat> I'm gonna try not to clear my throat the entire time, um, but we got a lot to talk about. And one of the things is sitting right in front of me, which is the better bagel. The people are we doing this now? We, I think uh, I think we got to do it. the taste. I test? think we got to do it right now. Yeah. So um, if you are new to the show and new to the program, um, this is a this is something that we talked about two weeks ago. Um, it is called the better bagel. The better bagel is a reimagination of the bagel that we all know and love aka the world's greatest breakfast uh, uh delight um a bagel obviously you know new york's uh one of our finest institutions and this was something that caught my attention um because it's obviously um it's 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 sort of a doing the reinvention thing um in in in, in the market, it has a design that I would, can only describe as the apple of, 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 of packaging of bagels. It's incredibly minimal. It has this sort of like all white uh, bag and box. It has, um, it says designed and crafted in California inside the box. Every single piece about this bagel is designed to make it sort of feel like a uh, technology enabled uh, bagel experience. Um, the grain has been changed. They use that uh, quite often. Um, and so I ordered it uh, as soon as we talked about it on the pod to do a, 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 an actual taste test because we need to try it. $23 for four bagels. Um, Kevin is holding it in his hands. Quite, before you know, before we even start, Kevin, how does it feel? Like, what do you think? Pretty thinking? soft. I'm, uh, I'm surprised about how soft they are, to be honest. I had a similar feeling. I, we haven't opened the box. We haven't opened, or we haven't opened up the package. Would you like to, you want to do the honors? No, I think you should do it. Um, and I'll just kind of uh, narrate here. So Kevin is opening the, ba the, the bagel bag. Um, it did not come in the box, which was the first disappointment for me. Um, cause. Oh yeah. Where's that CD box? That, that box that like looks really cool, sort of like an Apple, um, you know, sort of uh, smells like a bagel. Okay, can I get it? Can I get it? Yeah, uh, here you get. It. I need. I need to do the smell test. Mm -hmm. Are we, uh, are we okay. each doing one bagel? Are we? Uh... Okay, so we have now opened the bagels. They feel incredibly squishy, like really 
Ooh, sort of I don't soft know. and like pillowy. And like that's not necessarily a bad thing for bread, but it's not exactly a thing that my bagel, you know. Alex, I'm not, yeah. I I'm gonna need to stop you right here, dude. What do you got? Um I'm I'm picking up some mold on this. Oh no. What do you think? Let me let me investigate. Right, right here? You know, they did say so one of the things when I reached out, oh, that's definitely mold on this one. Yeah. So one of the things I did reach out and say, um, I ordered it nine, ten days ago, and I was like, hey, in, in the email it says it's going to come in 24, 48 hours. So I was like, you know, after six, seven days, I was like, okay, where's the bagel? Because we did want to record the podcast and do this taste test. And so I reached out to them, and they said, hey, we got your order, but we've halted uh, shipments for this week because of the heat wave. Oh. And they were like, because they're made fresh and we got to put them in the mail – we were concerned about the heat. And so I think that's problem number one for a direct-to-consumer bagel company that they probably need to work out the kinks. Um, Kevin, I imagine, um, is not going to let this little piece of mold on one of the bagels stop Oh, no, I'm him still going to fucking eat this. To, from trying all four if, of the if bagels. I, if I get sick, it's on the Better Bagel Co. Yeah, I mean, I think we should probably take a picture and send it to them. So not a great, great start. But yeah. we will also... I'm not, but, I'm not seeing any mold on this one. No, so. I don't see any mold on this one either. So And it was very, very light. Or uh, it was a very uh, yeah, sort of small thing. But yeah, I mean, I guess that means that they're actually real. They're not like... Um, you know, sort of manufactured technology. They're actually sort of... Uh, They're very soft. I will, I'll give them props. Incredibly soft. Almost too soft. Like, I don't want a bagel that's like... Um, sort Roll of... Up. It feels like a, a... You know what it kind of feels like? It feels like a stress ball. Yeah. You know, I think that's probably the best way to describe it. Alex, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do... Uh you want to do open face or do you want me to smear them and then you okay. know, do, do well, I have also set up, I have to set up the scene. So Kevin also to set up uh, for, for this taste test purpose has also picked up cream cheese from the local uh, sort of a bagel shop. Um, we decided to go with plain because we felt like we didn't want to like influence uh, the bagel taste test. I think what we should do, Kevin is can you open, uh, can you cut mine uh, really quickly for me? And then we should try the bagel without anything on it first mm -hmm. and then 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 try it with some schmear because i think that's and it's one of the things that we've been talking about it's like how do you a bagel in many ways is a uh a vehicle for its uh for its toppings right the more the better um so no one you don't really eat a bagel just kind of straight up so you know if a cream oh, cheese man. you know or you put locks you put locks and cream cheese and tomatoes and capers and onions on anything, it's going to taste pretty good. Yeah. So. You ready? We're going to try it. We're going to just do the first bite of the Better Bagel. And uh, here we go. Honestly, not bad. A little tough. It's got kind of a weird taste. Okay, my first my first reaction is it's incredibly chewy. Like, like I had to I had to really my teeth had to do a lot of work I'm to break it, there. to break it down. <laughs> the first bite feels like oh that's a bagel. It tastes like a bagel. Then you're like okay, a bagel typically isn't this chewy. It isn't typically this dense. It doesn't 
require as much work to sort of get it down. Yeah, let's let's, let's test that out. We got, um, we, got a, we got a control right here. And so uh, what Kevin is describing is Kevin got a real bagel from a real bagel place, uh, plain one to just basically do you know some comparison, which is which is wonderful, Kevin. I thank you for really taking this taste test so seriously and getting a control bagel. Hey, I don't fuck around with food. And um, my second thought was that, or my first thought was like, oh, it does taste like a bagel. It does have bagel uh, like uh, flavor. And then there is a interesting aftertaste that comes on towards yes. the back half of the chewing experience that I would only describe as unpleasant. Well, uh, now I'm eating the real bagel. This bagel's a little tough, too. Yeah. Fair. But it's a pretty neutral bagel. It's a pretty standard bagel. You know. The better bagel? No, no, no. The, oh, the, oh. the actual bagel. Uh where did the bagel, the real bagel, come from? We should probably shut them up. Baker's dozen. Okay. So a pretty standard shop. Nothing, nothing special. Like yeah. they got good bagels. They're not a. Yeah. They're not like a. They're not a bagel pub, or they're not a Sidels, or hmm. you know, just like your run of the mill bagel yeah. place in Greenpark. So, um, after trying a real bagel and then having a better bagel, um, I'm gonna do another bite. Um, I think. Kevin, your initial instinct here is correct, which is if I'm going to eat a fucking bagel, mm-hmm. I'm not looking for a sort of half experience. We're gonna sh- are we going to smear these guys? Yeah, we got to smear it. I'm going to try it again. Um, one of the things that was brought up by uh, Victoria Badiola, who is a listener of the podcast and friend of mine and ex-colleague of mine at Coca-Cola, shout out to Victoria. She wanted to know, she reached out and she was like, or she DM'd me and she was like, have you tried the better bagel yet? I'm dying to know. And she said one of the things that alarmed her was that there was the 35 grams of fiber. Oh, are we going to be shitting later? <laughs> In each bagel. And uh, she uh, expressed concern for our stomachs <laughs> that that is a fuck ton of fiber to be consuming. So, Kevin, um, we have some important meetings this afternoon, and I, I, I worry for us. Because 35 grams, and I want to, should we, can you look on the packaging to confirm that is correct? 35 grams of fiber. 27, sorry. 27. Okay. And it does say that's 96% of your daily fiber intake. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of fiber in one single bagel. (laughs) So um, fiber does not, uh, you know. That does not get me super excited. And yeah, yet, maybe you take it easy on the better bagel. I'll I'll eat a whole one, and then we'll report back next week. Um, like, here's here's the thing: the better bagel. Like, yeah. I don't think it's all that bad. I would okay. toast. I would toast this. I would. Okay. Um, yep. Okay. You know, we haven't toasted them. That's fair. Yes, I would toast it. You know, I think it's a good base. But eight bucks a bagel, you could miss me with that. Like. Not sure what this is going to do to me later. That's true. I'm, I'll I'm, have to report I'm, back. I am skeptical. I am very skeptical of the bagel. Yeah. Um, just initial taste test, I would say. I would say it's okay. It's um. What know, other bread would you compare it to? Because I, 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 it's hard to compare it to. Kind of, like it's just I can't even like rip it. Like, it's very spongy and it's very dense. And yeah, Kevin, it's it's a little gummy. I think it it's, is very gummy. I, I think that's a word I would use to describe it. And then Kevin also, if. In the way that I described that it was hard to break down with my teeth, mm-hmm. 
it's also hard to pull apart. Like if you take a bagel and you give it, you know, you try to like break it into a small oh, yeah. piece. It'll come apart. It comes apart pretty quickly. This, you got to really <laughs> kind of stretch. You got to put some muscle into it. You got to put some muscle into it. So I think the, for those reasons, I'm probably not going for a better bagel. But and this may sound like we're hedging a little bit and sort of like playing a little bit of both sides. Um, I do think that if you toasted it, yeah, and you put cream cheese on it, and you put your typical sort of uh, you know bagel condiments on it, it it, it would suffice as a, as a, as, yeah. as as a uh, as a uh, bagel representation um, and a sort of a, a replacement. Yes, I would. I will say that you yeah. know it's very harsh on this when we talked about it previously. Yeah, incredibly harsh. Um, and I guess I'm walking that back a little bit. Yeah. Because I don't want to be harsh. I don't want to put these guys out of business, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I don't want my review to, you know, stop you from eating this. But, uh... Temper your expectations. Am I going to ever buy these? Absolutely fucking not. No. You'll never find me buying an $8 bagel from... That's chewy as fuck and, you know, <laughs> tastes... Has a gummy flavor. I don't even like gum, and it's very, it's very chewy. Um, yeah, and a lot of fiber. A lot of fiber. Well, uh, I'll report back next week on how the fiber um, affected me because I'll eat this whole thing down. I think yeah. it's a good experiment. <clears throat> Alex probably shouldn't. He's got some. We've got a we got a whole slew of meetings. We got a celebrity day. meeting in, oh, yeah. in in a half hour, so hopefully it doesn't affect me that much. But um, yeah, I think the overall general review is um, it's kind of what you expect, right? It's like. It's certainly not as good as a real bagel. It certainly isn't a horrendous uh, experience. And if you put enough cream cheese on anything, it's pretty good. Um, but I wouldn't recommend it. It's not, you know, it's it's like most things in life, Kevin. It's a little too good to be true that a bagel would sort of have like no carbs and and be as good yeah. as the sort of thing you know and love. And so if you want a bagel, go to your local bagel shop, get it toasted. Get some butter on there. Butter? What the fuck are you talking about? Butter? A toasted bagel with butter? No. Is a delight. Toasted. If you're putting anything but cream cheese <clears> on a bagel, <throat> you're you're wrong. No, I mean I'm saying obviously cream cheese is great, but like you can put anything on a regular bagel. You put turkey. You can put cream cheese. I guess you can you put can. tuna. You can put butter, and you'll have a great time. This bagel, better bagel, is a uh, is. Want to give it a score? Are we giving it a score independently or compared to a real bagel? Give it a score independently. Independently, I'm going to give this a 4-2. Okay. I was going 5-2. I think it's probably generous. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not that's not super super high score like it's not something that like you this isn't yeah. this isn't going to this isn't gonna do if it. If you account for the uh, eight dollars a piece, I think the uh, the score goes down considerably. I think it goes down to maybe a two two. Yeah, the price does make it quite um, unbearable. Um, yes. but yeah, and it's also just missing some of the things that you go to a bagel for. I think especially that like burnt, like crisp mm. thing from that comes from like an oven that is genuinely um, crispy. I like a bagel that has a little bit of that sort of crisp to it. Mm. This is just like. It's 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 just like a sponge. It kind of feels like yeah. a, a sponge cake um, yeah. in in bagel form. And yeah, as Kevin said, very very sort of very very gummy, gummy, but also hard to chew a little bit, and then a little bit uh, 
to break off is it even sort of has a lot of uh, toughness yeah. to it. So that's the review. I think it's our fir- our first, first food review. review on the pod. I think. How did we do? Yeah, shake it. Good job, Kevin. Kudos. Yeah, kudos to us. <clears throat> I think we did pretty good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I've never done like a food like. You know, like uh, in in the spirit of uh, Guy Fieri, or like you go and you're like, mm, that tastes good, and then you have to describe the flavors. I think that yeah, you know, I think we did really good for our first go. I, I think it's uh, not bad. The Better Bagel, um, thank you to the Better Bagel uh, for responding to my email really quickly and uh, yeah. sending this to I us. I mean, I bet and, they have really good customer service. Um, yeah, I, I mean, bet they'll even send us more bagels if they. Uh, <clears throat> you know, the heat wave. The heat wave is a heat wave. Uh, I'm sure it's not great for shipping food. That's fair. Um, yeah. Got to give them. You know, that's, that's that's maybe why you don't ship bagels across the country. It's probably why bagels shouldn't be a DTC company yes. in the first place. Okay. Um, but, speaking uh, onwards. Onwards and upwards. I mean, Kevin, <laughs> neither Kevin nor I finished our full bagels. So that. Well, yeah, we're doing a podcast. That's, I'm, gonna, that's, I'm finished. I'm, gonna, you think is, I'm eating a real bagel right now. Oh, you're, you already moved I'm on to the real hungry. bagel. Um, yeah, I, I kept looking at my plate for the real bagel and it wasn't there. So I just kept eating the better bagel. So, I mean, I guess even in that way, it's like, it's not that terrible of a thing where you're like, oh, which one's the better bagel? Which one's the real bagel? Like, you know, they're not like worlds apart. Um, they're just, there's enough, there's enough nuance uh, in the texture, in the flavor, and in the consistency. Well, I do know which one was the better bagel, and that was not the better bagel. Boom. That's how it goes. Let's move on. So, a uh, big story that also a lot of people have reached out to me and they want to get my opinions on that we had to talk about on the podcast is this first story. It is. The new face of Smartwater. Smartwater is the water brand that I spent over a decade working for, with, and uh, as part of Glasso, which is a company that was acquired by the Coca-Cola company in 2007 for $4.1 billion. They have a new spokesperson, and his name is Pete Davidson. Um, Pete Davidson, uh, for those that don't know, don't know who he is, I, th- I feel like most people do know who he is, but he's a comedian, actor, and SNL star. With uh, apparently a, a huge uh, a huge penis. Well, I mean, I think he, Pete was, um, you know, sort of popping a little bit, and then he started dating Ariana Grande, and he went from, like, popular SNL to, like, mainstream pop culture that was a big summer for him that was sort of he was uh dating larry david's daughter cassie david before then and then you know he pe- people liked pete davidson it wasn't like he wasn't like a you know sort of no no name uh sort of actor he was on snl yeah, you know yeah. what i mean and i remember when he first came to snl people thought he was like the next adam sandler like he was you know sort of has that type of like potential he's obviously uh very funny and uh very very good on on snl at times and um but when he started dating Ariana Grande, I think his whole, like his stock yeah. went to the roof. And it was the BDE article that there, uh, really set him up. That There was definitely a photograph. I remember it was uh, Ariana Grande with the lollipop and she's holding Pete Davidson's hand and he, um, he's like, they're like walking out of some place and that photo of her looking, you know, sort of happy and them sort of together that really started the whole BDE conversation uh, pop culture slang, this whole sort of movement. Um, you know, it really started started with Pete, and uh, he he became mega super famous because of that. I think like you know, People Magazine and like you know, everyone cares about who he's dating and all these things because of that moment that he had. They're no longer together, but you know, Pete, um, you know, continue. He's in a Judd Apatow movie about his life, The King of Staten Island. Uh, Kevin, do you see it? 
I did not see it yet. You should see it. It's good. So Pete Davidson is the face, the new face of Smartwater. And this is obviously an interesting decision because Smartwater is a brand of water that is most known for having one celebrity partner. And that name is Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston ha- had a you know about a decade long run as the face of the brand. The brand rose to its sort of uh, you know billion dollar status uh, on on her shoulders in many ways. And so people across the country and now across the globe know Smartwater, and they know Jennifer Aniston sort of as like you know sort of two uh, brands coming together or they're two parts of this brand story. Jennifer Aniston has not been the face of Smartwater for a couple of years. They parted ways. I don't know exactly what the year was, but they're, she's no longer the face of Smartwater. There was a time where Gal Gadot, do you know who that is? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. She was the spokesperson for, for Smartwater for a little bit. I don't know if she still is. Also in the past, worth noting, there have been other spokespeople for Smartwater. Tom Brady was one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Back in the day, um, Tom Brady was the uh, the male Jennifer Aniston counterpart. Jeremy Piven was uh, in some Smartwater ads. Entourage. Um, Ari Gold. Oh. Um, so, you know, other people have been in this role. It's not just Jennifer Aniston, but uh, Pete Davidson is is an interesting choice. A lot of those people that I've named are sort of like mega superstar actors. They're like beautiful people. They are, you know, somewhat unapproachable in, in some ways. You know, they sort of represent the sort of like beauty and sophistication of smart water. And so... Pete Davidson sort of stepping into that role has made some people upset. And I think it caused a little bit of controversy. Obviously, this is a little bit inside baseball for me because obviously I my feed and texts are and LinkedIn's are filled with people that used to work at Coke and like care about smart water and care about the history of the brand and like what it does. Mm -hmm. So this is like maybe more news in my world than it is in other people's news. But I have seen like comedians and people on Twitter talking about how like Pete Davidson looks like he doesn't drink a lot of water. You know what I mean? Like, so it's not just, you know, ex Coca-Cola or ex Glasso, you know, sort of story. I do think it is more of a sort of a national story mm-hmm. in some ways, right? There's a people magazine article. There's like, you know, there, there's a lot of press around this decision. People want to know what I think. And so I think this is, I have a podcast. This yeah. is the fucking point of having a, of a podcast in the first place is to be able to get some things off my chest. And so this is what I think. The first thing that I, I, I think I woke up to the day that it was announced was there was a sort of barrage of people saying a similar thing, which is like, I can't think of anyone less smart water than Pete Davidson, WTF. Someone on LinkedIn, you know, that likes to talk about this type of stuff said like, I can't think of a human more disconnected than what made the brand what it was, pure and wit wit and, you know, consistency and beauty and sweat, you know, and and, and there's also a commercial that goes with it that um, is, is, is not good. And so I think, I have to, there's a lot to digest, just like the better bagel. There's a lot, mm. uh, it's, it's a lot oh, to chew good. on. I was go, oh, wow. You know, here. But so I think I got to start with the, 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 the first thing I guess I got, I got to say is that the commercial is not good. 
the commercial doesn't have a lot of laughs in it. Yeah. It's not funny. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not a good script. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, he's a comedian. Um, and the production value is, is, is pretty high. It feels like a lot of money was put into this. And not a lot of, uh, yeah. not a lot of jokes uh, are there to make, yeah. the, you know, to sort of immediate laugh. I do. I hate it when a commercial has very high production value. Looks really great. Yeah. And then, like, the writing's shit. Yeah. And I hate that in, like, all forms of media. Agreed. And it happens a lot these days. No, I agree. I think a lot of commercials have that which is like a, a gloss and a polish and then like let's let's maybe spend a little bit of time thinking about like the script and the words that people are going to say because this is i mean it's objectively not funny so no, i think that nothing was funny in that commercial i think everyone can agree with that like whether you know but that's not the bigger question i think that i want to address which is is pete davidson a great or good spokesperson for Smartwater? and the I think unanimous decision or unanimous feeling from the people that I've seen is no, and I am here to say I think it is, and I, maybe a little bit of that is me being sort of like um, <laughs> devil's advocate or maybe being sort of like um, you know uh, a Pete Davidson fan to a certain extent, um, but I but I do believe that people are missing the point, yeah, and I think that point. And Kevin, I'm going to rant here a little bit. And yeah, go. You're going to let me go for it. But like, I think people have a misunderstanding of what made Smartwater beloved brand in the first place. And I think that is what is sort of making it seem like he's such an obviously bad choice for the brand. Mm -hmm. Because I think people, maybe some people outside of Coke or just some people inside of Coke, always thought that Smartwater was a brand that was like about sophistication and beauty and purity and um, that's not what that brand is. That brand is about those things, but it's also about like equal parts humor and personality and relatability and like those fa those fancy words like the the purity and the you know the the beauty like that's Voss or Fiji or like some other big brands that are just about those water brands that are just about those things. And smart water is also, you know, has some of those elements. It's 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 a delicious, pure, crisp, you know, um, product, and you know, it does come in a very beautiful, well designed bottle. But it does have a little bit of that sort of humor and personality, and the copywriting and the storytelling, and um, and I think that's what has always made Jennifer Aniston the perfect spokesperson mm -hmm. because Jennifer, um, Jen, um, is equal parts, sophisticated beauty. Um, but she was also a comedic actress and like a relatable like counterpart to like Adam Sandler and like Vince Vaughn. Like she was in The Breakup. She was in like Bruce Almighty. Like she was in all these like romantic comedies where she's quite like she, horrible bosses. Have you ever seen that? Mm -hmm. Like she's funny. She's not just someone who takes himself incredibly seriously and just is like a, a model. You know what I mean? She's, she's and even in Friends. Like she was... She's legitimately funny. And I think that's the piece that people don't recognize about Jen is like, she's obviously aspirational and beautiful, but she's also doesn't take herself all that seriously all the time, you know? And so that is what made her a perfect spokesperson for Smartwater because Smartwater is both beauty and weight and sophistication and, and, and sort of uh, those things, but also humor and personality. And, you know, I think... You know, that is, uh, w there are some pieces of Smartwater's brand history 
even with Jen, like where we did this like uh, fake sex tape where like we kind of like made this like parody thing and it was like sort of, uh, you know, to try to like it was it's it's a comedic sort of YouTube uh, viral video about sort of like her it's still around. Yeah, it's still around. You can Google it right now. Is it incredibly well done it, or is it is, is it like perfectly funny? But it was at the time, you know, it was like, you know, it's not just Jen you know, with her hair in the wind, drinking smart water in, in slow motion, right? Like there was another commercial called Viral Video with Jennifer Aniston that we did where like we tried to make a viral video by like getting all the viral stars of the time. You know, you have to ima- you have to remember that this is in like 2009 and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I think that's what's being, that's what's missing with some people that like Jennifer Aniston and smart water are not just purity and you know sort of elevated sort of sophistication and sweat and you know those things are you know they are part of the brand but they're not the whole thing so that duality i think is what makes smart water the brand that it is that people love and in a weird way isn't pete davidson a little bit of both of those things like he's obviously maybe not the most pure or sophisticated person in the world but he's relatable, he's funny, and believe it or not, a lot of people find him attractive. He's had <laughs> a lot of uh, relationships. Uh, we talked about Ariana Grande or whatever, but like, you know, he is he is aspirational in some ways as the modern man and someone that like people think is, uh, you know, sexy. And again, obviously they're using him in a humorous way here. And I do think that they should have played that up as like him being sort of like an odd spokesperson for the brand you know, him being the new Jennifer Aniston. And some of the print ads, like some of the videos or some of the photos are him recreating old gen ads. And I posted some of those on my stories. I think that stuff is pretty funny. I think that's pretty good. I think the average person probably doesn't know that he's doing that, which I think is probably an issue and something that's like, yeah, that campaign is for me and Sue Kim and Chad Hogan and like five people that know that he's recreating old smart water ads. But I think that's the bigger point is that like this is a good partner for the brand he's relevant people like him smartwater has lost a bit of its sort of relevancy as a brand i don't think it's sort of like you know has that connection and pete davidson absolutely does so to put pete in and to sort of use him or to like you know sort of get some of that juice and also have some fun with it it's actually a home run if you do it right and i think that's the problem to a certain extent is that they execution wise like get this man a good script like get this you know the campaign just falls a little short and i'm again i can't defend that but i do think you know pete davidson as a spokesperson for smart water isn't the craziest dumbest you know sort of most disconnected person in the world from what made the brand what it is and i think those people that say that don't know what the brand is yes end of rant Yes. My take is I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck bottled water. Like, okay. Shouldn't really be promoting that anymore. Plastic sucks. Pete Davidson's all right. I, I, think, I don't think he's that funny. I, I don't think, think he's that good looking. Of course. But like Kevin, you represent, I think, a younger generation that bottled water is not where it's at anyway, right? Like bottled water, you know, is bad for the environment. Single use plastic is the enemy. And so... Yeah, I mean, obviously, those things are the bigger issues at hand. Those are the things that actually need to be solved. But I think from a, you know, a brand sponsorship person, like the fact that Pete Davidson even got through Coke clearance to like be the person and like they had the 
you know, sort of the cojones to like put him in there. And like Coke was like down for it. And like, I mean, it's, I, I got to give those people some credit and yeah. for pulling this off. And to be honest, there was a lot of press. There's a lot of news on Twitter. I mean, Gal Gadot or whatever, you know, you know, when she was the person, no one, no one cared. So yeah. if you want wit and sophistication and purity and, you know, those things, like, to be honest, it's not going to really push, you know, it's not going to move the needle. And I think Pete Davidson actually does. So that is, uh, that's my take on, on smart water clip it. Let me, uh, give, you know, this is right there in the camera. I'm going to put it on LinkedIn. I'm just kidding. Um, I would simply just use a, uh, Nalgene and fill it up again. Well, that's the thing. It's like, again, that's the bigger issue. Of course, if we want to be like, yeah, bottled water is bad. Single use plastic is horrific. The world's ending, of course, but we're talking about brand sponsor, you know, brand partnerships and, um, smart water and uh, the, I just had to get that off my chest and it feels really really good um, we only got 10 more minutes because we have that celebrity um, person at uh, in, in, in oh you in, have in, that celebrity person sorry somebody, I have, somebody didn't get invited to the celebrity I have uh, a celebrity, celebrity and we can reveal the celebrity hopefully in, in due time um, the celebrity uh, call that I cannot be late for um, I want to fire some things at you super super quickly um, number one Zuck is back on doing his uh, Zuck, Zuck. Zuck bullshit um, how, how, how does this make you feel I'm very conflicted. I like this video is insane. Can you um, describe the video for the people? All right, so it's Mark Zuckerberg on a lake, um, and he's got one of those surfboards that you can like pump with your legs and go. And he's holding an American flag like somebody would if they were running out of a tunnel at a football game. <laughs> um, and it, 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 it's and it's to some uh, great. It's it's cut to some great you know, theme song. I don't, I, I don't yeah. think I listen to music. Oh, okay, I'm I'm conflicted. <clears throat> I think in general I hate Mark Zuckerberg. Um, yeah, and I, I kind of tend to hate the elites. Um, That's fair. Get not it. really my my jam, but I do I do enjoy I do enjoy. Um, the zucking and fucking that's going on in this video. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I hate Mark Zuckerberg. I agree with you, Kevin. Like, you know, he's probably one of the worst people on planet Earth. But there's something about seeing someone be their true authentic self, which is like, he's such a nerd. When he does these things where he goes and like shoot like a bow and arrow. And like when he obviously was famously on like the other surfboard image with all the, you know, oh, sort of suntan lotion on his oh, nose. Yeah. And like these things just make me, they just put a smile on my face. And so um, when I see Zuck living his most Zuck life, I'm just like, give yeah. it up to that man. So look at that man. He has earned it. Like he built this crazy fucking like awful corporation and he is obviously controlling all of our lives and he's a fucking stupid billionaire times a hundred. And this is what he wants to do with his free time. And there's something about it that I just, I, I have to tip my hat and say hey, like, kudos to you, Zuck, like get out there, do your thing. And like, hey, he's you know, surfing, he's grilling meats. Yeah. Um, just like, go, go, go live go, your life. King. Play your life. I and I think that's well, something, not King, but fuck you. But I think that's the thing about like billionaires, right? You're like, kill them all. Like at least, if you're going to be a billionaire and you're going to be a monster and evil, like just show me a couple times a year that you're having fun. Like you're at least, at least enjoying it. And, um, you know, or at least you're doing something that's like so fucking just, you know, the internet's going to fucking oh, eat yeah. this he up. He looks like a fucking idiot. He looks like an idiot, but it's, it's kind of incredible. Um, the NBA finals are here. Kevin, did the Suns win last night or Suns win? Suns are up to oh, Suns and four is going to happen. Yeah, maybe. We'll yeah. See. Um, Kevin put this in the list, and I think it's fair. That new logo, how does it make you feel? So bad. We can't keep the cursive finals logo. Yeah, we have to use this condensed sans serif, bold fucking thing. It kind of looks like 
something Alex Center would design. Shout out to the OCD crew, aka the champions of Champions Design, who is responsible for the NBA rebrand. Um, as part of that rebrand, they have this new typeface, and the NBA Finals logo is no longer the scripty star Finals logo that it once was in the '90s, and has now been replaced with sort of this no, like 2000s consistent. Uh, sort of, uh, you know, tall sans serif logo, and it does lose a little bit of its character. I do think, like the NFL did this too, where they used to have all these like funky marks, where like every year the NBA Finals was like wherever it was being played, it had some like you know funk and you know craftiness yeah. of like if it was in Miami, it had some like you know teal colorway thing, and then they just made it consistent and like sort of boring, you know, for every for every Super Bowl, and this sort of gives me that same feeling of yeah, it's just boring. It's it is a little boring, and I think that's you know it's 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 fine. But that old logo, I think the challenge is that old logo for the NBA Finals, it with the script is just like I think it just gives everyone a really uh, everyone loves it, and it's perfect. It's kind of amazing, and it's kind of perfect. And you shouldn't mess with perfection. And even if it's not consistent with the brand standards, I think sometimes you just gotta like you know yeah, uh, the, the new NBA Finals logo kind of looks like a D League or like yeah um, a summer league type uh, tournament or like it it just doesn't feel as big. It, it doesn't feel as it doesn't have the majesty. Yeah. And I think yeah, I mean, but it has the consistency. So it's like the G League and the D League and the fucking well, yeah, you know, the finals all the things. Be, I, you know. I agree with you. It should have that sort of pomp and circumstance of the NBA Finals. And that old logo does have it. I have actually seen people like putting it on hats and like wearing it. So that's the sign of like a logo that like people love and probably should. The, the script one? Yeah, I think yeah. it will come back at some point. I think it should. I, I it think it, And I think it should. Um, the last thing here, Kevin Hines uh, has called for hot dogs and buns to be sold in equal quantities. Um, this is an article, something I didn't, I wasn't aware of, but um, apparently hot dogs are sold in uh, uh, 10 packs. And buns are sold in eight packs, um, which I believe to be true. Um, and it Heinz is, is calling for a pact so that the buns, the bun industry, and the hot dog industry should should meet together. They should shake hands and they should both deliver either eight or ten, or do, they they want it to be ten. They want to be ten and ten. Got it. And so I guess Heinz doesn't make either, right? So I guess they're the perfect person to broker such a deal. Yeah. So they. You know, they they are trying to, to to figure something out. This feels a bit like a publicity stunt, but also kind of a, hey, kind of a funny good. one. It's a, it's about time. Um, on TikTok, the some person said that they called customer service at uh, Oscar Mayer, and they said that they have two extra hot dogs in there because on average, two hot dogs are lost in the cooking slash cooling process, which is BS. You know, nobody knows really why they do it. It doesn't make any sense. I think it's probably just to keep the uh, hot dog cycle up. You know, you're always you're always having more hot dogs. You buy more buns. You uh, buy more hot dogs. You buy more buns. It's uh, a never-ending cycle. Yeah, big hot dog and big bun, you know, trying to just keep us down. You know, never enough buns. But to be fair, I agree with you. I think when you're uh, grilling on on those dogs on the grill, you got to gotta, you gotta try one before, you know, serving for the crew. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe this is a weird way to end the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing we didn't talk about, should we say it for next week? Airheads, chicken, Sandy. Yeah, we'll, we'll say it. I'm not even, we're not even going to tease it in here. We're not even going to tease it. Okay, cool. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, a great show. Good job, yeah, Kevin. Good job. It was a nice one. Yeah. Do you want to give uh, some shout outs? This is uh, how shout we- out to us with the video. Shout out to Alex for yet again, not buying a tripod <laughs> that I send him every week. Um, shout out to uh, Joey Chestnut. Shout out to uh, yeah, shout out to Jeff Cardos. Shout we'll to be Jeff Cardos. we'll be in the pit next year with our diapers. Yep. Shout out to Zuck. Shout out to um, uh, uh, Bill De Blasio. Yeah. Shout out to Pete Davidson. Shout out to Pete Davidson. Shout out to Mickey Sudo. Yeah, Mickey Sudo. Congratulations. 
yeah. on the on the birth of the, the we baby. Should, we should send something. We should, and uh, we look forward to seeing her back next year. Oh yeah, um, and we look forward to seeing you all next week. Thank you. Yep. Peace. And some of y'all want, but listen, let me clear my throat. Oh, have mercy, babe. Ha! I hope you don't mind. Let me clear my throat. Special dedication going out to everybody here in Bahama Bay in Philadelphia. Here we go now, check it out. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, drop to the rhythm of the funky vibe so I can get busy just one more time to the beat and you don't quit. It's that old school rap with that new school hit. See the pipe and pick the pimp up, the cool rap the rock, and I can still pimp up the house. Every goddamn time I get on the mic, they'll go crazy. Peace out the CeeLo, flex and duck lazy. I bet you never knew, but now you know I'm the undisputed king of this disco. And I never let the mic magnetize me no more. Cause DJ Cool rip up the whole damn flow. Now I'ma rock around with the greatest of fees And swing like a man on the fried chappies And if you don't like it, you grab on these And now I need some help for the ice so please Jam! Ha! So look at here, check the flavor of the rhythm I wrote And while I get a chance here, let me clear my throat Oh! mercy, babe, ha! I hope they don't
And all the brothers in here, like the love y'all to get here. <laughs> oh, let me send my little shout outs here. Special dedication once again going out to everybody here, Bahama Bay and Philadelphia. We love y'all, man. Special dedication going out to Melo T, Walt B. The Junior, Don Mack, Charlie Mack, DJ Rand, Cosmic Kev. Special dedication going out to Frank Steve and Lorenzo Ice T. And if you're with me, if you're with me, I need some help from the music, from the maestro. Check it out. Somebody make some noise in this joint, man. 